Welcome everybody to episode 38 of the Post 20 Podcast, a special one because this is a solo recording by yours truly. Um, if you don't know by now what my voice sounds like or who I am, it's Matt, but hopefully you'd know that by now. Um, this is very weird because Evan Evan's dealing with issues and Trevor had other priorities going on um, besides this time for the recording. So now it's just me here, and I didn't want to let the nation down. So I thought, why not sit down for 30, 40 minutes, record something together, sports-wise, what's going on in the news, or what's going on in my life, even. I honestly don't know how it's going to go, because if anybody's ever talked to themselves out loud for 30 to 40 minutes with nobody in the room, you know it's pretty weird. So we're going to go through this together, and if you stuck... If you're going to stick through with this, honestly, pat on the back. I give you a big hub. I give you a hard dap. The meanest dap. It'd be like pre-COVID, bro. Remember when you used to give hard-ass daps to your boys? Oh, my God, bro. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't dapped anybody up, truly, in about five months. It's actually insane. Like, the simple things that you miss out on. Even like just a handshake when you're with, if you're at work or whatever, whatever the circumstances are, there's like, you forget about the little things in life pre-COVID and you don't want it to be the new normal because some people nowadays are saying this is the new normal until things go back and it's like, no, don't ever say this is the new normal. This is what we have to deal with until everything goes back to normal. But anyways, let's try to transition into some topics, okay? So if you haven't known, I'm a big soccer guy, right? I support Chelsea over in England and for MLS, big Philadelphia Union guy. Now, the other night, or actually yesterday, they played the New England Revolution away to a 0-0 draw. These, one of the main reasons people hate soccer is games with no goals. There was a lot of action, but no goals, which is why MLS is far down in the pecking order of sports in America. But that's not saying the other ones have their own problems. You know, the NBA's ratings down. Who knows what the NFL is going to do? And now you have college football doing its thing with three conferences going ahead and two not. It's funny because. ESPN came out with an article recently, as of yesterday or this morning, I believe, and they titled Pac-12 Big Ten Fans, How to Figure Out Your New Favorite College Football Team to Root For in the Fall. Now, if you're anyone that understands anything in sports, you have a favorite team. Now, you're loyal to that team. It's just like a relationship to your boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, whatever, whatever is going on with that. You're loyal, unless you got some side action going on, but that's your own discretion. I don't advise that, but wink, wink. Um, but yeah, you're loyal to your team, so why would you diss, diss them for a short period of time and go with some other team? Like, I'm a diehard Ohio State fan. I am gutted if the Big Ten does not come back in the fall because they keep saying, oh, we're going to play in the spring, but all of our top players are going are gonna to skip the spring ball and just go straight into training for the draft. 
because why would they put their bodies through two and a half months of hardcore season of whoever they play? I don't know what they're, if it's going to be Big Ten versus Pac-12. That would be a good idea. They do like a March Madness type thing where every team plays each other once, and it's like at the end of the year, whatever team accumulates the most wins gets a trophy. That'd be a pretty cool idea. But anyways, what the hell was I saying? See, this is why it's bad by yourself. You don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of and to keep you on track. Um, but yeah, like, why would I pick, like, Alabama to support, who's like an arch rival when it comes down to the college football playoffs or even back in the day, just the normal BCS national championship? Like, that's disgusting. I would never be caught wearing, be, be seen wearing another college football team's jersey of any kind, regardless of the sport. It's just disgraceful. Watch, watch down, down the line, like five years, I take a picture and then people bring this recording up and just slap it right in my face. And all I can do is be like, well, there it is. I, I'm a hypocrite just like everybody else. A little water break. That's why there was a pause there. Um, but yeah, that's just, that, that's, I just hate ESPN now because over the past decade even it's become less and less about sports and more about other things whether you like those things or not it shows in the viewership ratings and over the years the subscriptions to espn have been steadily going down um what else yeah but i don't know what the nfl is going to do if you haven't seen already on hbo you have hard knocks and for the first time ever they're following two teams simultaneously they're doing the la Chargers and the la rams which is pretty cool, and they're going through all the COVID procedures, and you can see how it's restricting them in their training. Like they have to take even longer to before they can get pads on and actually hit each other. Like they're dying to play for real, just like the college football players were. And um, we'll see how it is during the year if they allow fans. If it depends on the city, and then you also have to deal with if they do, if they decide to take a, if everybody decides to take a knee during the pledge. And if there's fans there, if they'll be booed, like in the MLS recently, if you guys didn't see FC Dallas play in Nashville, the two teams that couldn't play in the MLS tournament due to COVID outbreaks, respect for both clubs. So they played each other, and there were fans actually at, in Dallas at the game, and they did what they did in the bubble. Everybody took a knee and paid their respects to the, the organization and all that. And the fans there booed them. And one of the players, Reggie Cannon, after the on the post game interview said it was disgust it was disgraceful how they did like they didn't understand why we did it and it was like it's just it, like if you look at it from a mutual or mutual from a, a moderate perspective or a mediator type thing why is it disgraceful for them to boo him and the players but when they do those things and they want those people to say yes 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 like what's the difference why is your opinion better than mine? You get paid you get paid money to play a sport while everybody at that game paid for a ticket and they expect to get a performance on the field. They don't want to deal with what your social justice beliefs are. And like if they decide to keep doing that, you might see fans not show up to games anymore or not as many will. And the club will have to act, and the league will have to act. Will they hold their players accountable and tell them to 
lower the well not lower but stop like stop doing all the social justice messaging or will they say no nah, keep doing what you're doing and then the, the league will keep losing money and the organizations will keep losing money you're going to see tv ratings go down you're going to see merch sales go down and it'll be like at some point the organizations have to decide like either we're going to put a stop to this and make the players play the game and keep your personal opinions yourself just like everybody else has to or and focus on and like focus on making money which they are that's what they're there for to make money or are they going to say yeah you guys do what you want it's just it's and if they don't get a grip on it soon the MLS will become a bigger joke than what it normally is now and it's hard, it like it really hurts for me to say that because like i love soccer it's the it's by far the biggest sport in the world. You can't say anything about it. There's like three billion people that play it, or not three billion people play it, but like three billion people watch the World Cup, the final. It's the most viewed sport national uh, worldwide. It's the most it's the biggest sport played. You get teams all over the country, all over the world, and it's just really tough to see the MLS be, in America's point of view, in Americans' point of view, be just a. Uh, uh, whatever they like it's mls and by that connotation it's like it's a shithole it's like nobody watches it why would i watch it it's a stupid sport and like it's just really sad to see but um transitioning from that we got let's just go to basketball because right now i'm looking at twitter and i see the sixers are playing right now the sixers are down o2 to to the celtics the celtics are a kryptonite which is funny because their team colors are green and Kryptonite's green. You see what I did there? No? Alright, whatever. I'll go fuck myself. But, um, the game was the end of the first quarter. So let's start by two. Like, we start out, we start out well in both games. But come the third quarter, something happens and either one of those Celtics goes off and we just can't do anything. Now, it, now it brings up the question. The question comes up. If Ben Simmons was there, healthy, would he make a difference? I think he would, but I just don't think it would lead to us winning. Like, I don't know if he'd be that big of a difference. Like, if he scored all those points, it takes away from other players. Like, I don't think the system's built well enough around those players to for them to shine like they can and win. Because some teams, it's like LeBron focuses on LeBron. LeBron's, LeBron's the big scorer. But he has players around him that contribute in key moments. We don't have those key players that can clutch up in key moments. Like if, if Embiid gets double teamed or Simmons gets double teamed, like can they kick the ball out to, to one of their teammates to make a clutch shot? Now, we were talking shit about Moss last week. Trevor brought up the point of comparing Kyle Korver to Moss, So they're similar, which me and Evan disagreed on. Because Corver, when he was in his prime in Philly, he was a well-known name. Everybody knew him. When you said Sixers, he was one of the top players you knew. And a lot of people that have watched since then still know him. And he's like a staple name in the NBA. Cork Moss hasn't built that reputation for himself. And he's a decent player, don't get me wrong. But he just hasn't gained that respect in Philadelphia yet. He hasn't been there. He hasn't put in the work and the, the grind long enough like Corver did. And even when Corver was there, the Sixers didn't do like that great either. But I don't know, like two, being down two zero to like one of your bogey teams is really bad. And obviously, if the Celtics lose or if the Celtics win tonight, 
and the Sixers go down 3-0, put a fork in them, they're done. Because I don't think it's ever been done that like a team comes back from being down 3-0 in a series. Uh, don't quote me on that, that's my guess. Now, if we go to the other Philly team that's playing right now, we got the Flyers. Number one seed in the East. Currently leading the series 3-2 against Canadians. They're playing also right now. They're up 2-0 in the first period. They win tonight, they move on. Huge. Uh, me personally, I've only been to one Flyers game. It was a playoff game, luckily. I think they played the Hurricanes. I could be wrong, but it was like a high-scoring game. It was the perfect game to go to as your first hockey game. It was like a 7-3 win, goals on goals on goals, the, the sirens, everything. Everybody was happy. Everybody was having a good time. And it really got me into hockey then, but now it's like I, I, hockey's not in my mind. Like how I was saying earlier, soccer isn't, but I have the respect for hockey. Not like, unlike other people with soccer, they just like shit talk it. But whatever, besides that, Flyers are in a really good spot. They got Carhartt and Goal, who's like 20, he just turned 22, which is crazy because I'm 24. I'm at that point now in my life where I'm in like my mid-20s. And all these new faces come into the professional sports and you're like, wow, like this guy's only 19. Holy shit. When I was 19, like I'm starting to say those things and it makes me feel that much older. But um, yeah, like the Flyers have a decent team. I'm so, like, you don't even see Drew out there anymore. Like he's an old, I don't know too much about the team and all that. I'll be honest. But Drew's been there pretty much his whole career. He's a staple name to the Flyers. Like I was saying, Corver was the Sixers. Like if you talk about the Flyers, you know, Drew. Um, what else? Oh, shit. Phillies postponed. Whatever. Uh, oh, I hope you guys liked that snap, the, not snap, the Instagram video of Trevor raging. <laughs> the recording that was funny as shit. He was just smacking the couch. Because if you didn't see from the TV, I, I know it was a shaky camera, but um, the Phillies were playing the Yankees. They were up 5-4. And Trevor Pitt hit the or picked the over in that game for his locks at nine and a half. Now, if you don't understand what locks are, or not what locks are, but the over under, since he was at the, the game was at nine and he had the game over nine and a half, he's under the line, so he didn't get it. So he, the the score had to total ten for him to hit. It was five four for three straight innings, and nobody had a run, so he was fuming. And you could see his reaction once the Phillies caught the last out. And it was it was hilarious from there. He got smashed that night. But um, it was all good and fun. He didn't actually bet money on it. Um, what else? It's really hard. Like I said before, I know I'm repeating the same shit. It's probably boring. If you're still here at this point in the show, I really appreciate you. Like, don't, don't, don't take it short. Like huge if you're still here because this is my first time doing this by myself and i can ramble a lot like i'm a pretty shy person at first when you meet me but once we find some commonalities and we start talking like it'll the conversation will flow it'll be fine but it's just that starting point like i'm not very outgoing to start the conversation you know what i mean i'm not like gonna come up to you right away and be like hey how's it going blah, blah, blah. maybe if i get a few drinks in me but um, hmm, what else is going on in the world? Um, I can talk about what's going on in my life first. So right now, I am, if you care, I'm not even too bad, I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, 
I recently got started my orientation for working at the Postal Service. You may have your own questions or opinions on the post office right now and what's going on in the news. Um, we've been told not to say anything and not have an opinion on it, which makes sense. Um, but I started my orientation. I had to drive the past three mornings, an hour away. I'd get up at 5.45, get ready, leave 6.30, get there 7.30 so I'm not late. Big boy stuff, real world problems. Because this is my first real, real world job. And it's a good one to go into if you stick it out. Good benefits. Uh, you stick there long enough, you become a permanent employee, you get bigger benefits, and you actually get a good pay, pay raise every every 46 weeks it was. Um, they give you a lot of information at these orientations. I've come home with at least five pounds worth of papers. It's, it's insane. But it's going well get my footing in the real world and hopefully soon start i mean the, the goal is to get your my own place and a car another car and just like move on because i don't want to live in my house my whole life or my parents house my whole life right who who wants to do that as a grown adult um what else i don't know how long i've been recording with you guys to be honest i like to be transparent um, hmm. New Call of Duty game. Ooh. So the next Call of Duty title is Black Ops Cold War. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. How many Call of Duties are you gonna play before you're like, this is, I'm done? Because I think the total amount of Call of Duty games there's been is like a hundred. I'm not gonna. I'm just. I'm obviously I'm exaggerating, but. I'm looking up right now how many Call of Duty titles there's been because it's a, it has to be at least twenty, right, guys? Call of Duty titles in order. Uh, my first one I got was Modern Warfare Two. That was that was the shit. Hold up, let me see here. One, two, three, four, six. Seven, Jesus Christ, how many are there? One, two, three, four. Yeah, it's at least 20. I, I can't. I'd bore you guys. I'm already boring you guys, but... Um, Jesus Christ. Like, how many Call of Duties are you going to get before you're like, this is the same shit every fucking year? Wait. Wait. I can't... Now that I said that, and I've been on past shows talking about FIFA, and FIFA, you can't really expand a soccer game past what it already is. With Call of Duty, you can... Do what they've done. The boots on the ground. You got jetpacks. You got the exosuits. You can go a, little, a lot of different ways. FIFA, it's the same shit. So I just went against my own point. I'm a hypocrite. Whatever. Everybody is. But like Call of Duty, it's like my reaction times aren't there anymore. Like when I was 14, that's when I had Call of Duty or Modern Warfare 2. By far the best game in its prime, bro. I put at least minimum, minimum two weeks in-game time on that thing and i'm sure if you grew up or if you were in middle school or high school during those during that time you understand what i'm saying grinding you get home from school hop on with the boys you wake i, I remember waking up an hour before i left for school every morning and playing call of duty that is the only game i've gotten up 
crack of dawn, the ass crack of dawn to get on my Xbox and play. That says something right there. Now, obviously I can do that now before work and that, but just, nah, I'm too lazy to do that. I'm, that is a different time. Um, what else we got? I'll talk about one more thing. I'll let you guys go if you're still here. Um, what do we want to talk about? Holy shit. Fucking A, boys. Um, I honestly don't even know what to talk about. Oh, I'll end it on this. The, if you haven't heard already, there was a the Cincinnati Reds announcer was recently, um, there was a hot mic when they were cutting the commercial, and he dropped the F word, called like homophobic, he used a homophobic slur about a certain city or a certain team, I forget what specifically, but he used a homophobic slur is the key point. And he comes back on air, like, uh, I think a couple minutes later, and he's like, he has to apologize. And mid-apology, he does the play-by-play on the game. He's like, oh, and Castellano with a homer, solo home run, putting the Cardinals up 4-0. And then he goes right back into his apology. By far one of the best (laughs) commentary moments. It was so nonchalant. If you haven't seen it already or heard it, just go on YouTube or go on Twitter. You'll find the clip. It's about like a minute and a half. It won't take much time out of your day. Um, other than that, I didn't really prepare for this. Everybody, Evan canceled around like five. And I also got on the phone with Trevor right before I started recording this. I was like, and he said, hey, I'm going out to dinner. I was like, oh, fuck. And I didn't want to let you guys down the audience, the fans, the ones that truly matter. I didn't want to let you guys down. So I, I thought, why not hop on here for a half hour, just ramble. If I mean, there's a steady viewership of you guys, at least 20 of you guys every episode. So throughout the country, even not even just locally in New Jersey, just I, I see a lot of you guys in San Francisco. I see some Pennsylvania. I've seen some Florida. I've seen some crazy ones like Ukraine. I've seen in England, Australia. There was a South Africa one time. It's insane how how the internet has become what it has in such a short time span because not long ago like in the 90s when i was born and when the other two guys were born just that this wasn't possible it wasn't you couldn't dream of anything like this and now it's just second nature we're being heard from people to we're being heard by people from all around the world and that's really telling you something and that's really makes you think what's going to happen in the next 10 years technologically can't talk it's kind of hard you run out of breath or so much saliva builds up in your mouth after 30 minutes you know what I mean if you know you know Um, but yeah really appreciate you guys listening Um, follow us on social media on twitter and instagram at post 20 pod um, if you follow our, or follow us on our streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, leave a review and a five-star rating, please, so we get recommended to more people, and maybe we can get put, put on the recommendation tabs. Never know, man. Just need one breakout episode, and the support from you guys. That's where it truly matters, from the audience. So, um, this is usually where I say, guys, anything else to say? But they're doing their own thing, and I can respect that. Everybody's got to live their own lives, but 
you guys enjoy your weekend. If you're listening to this during the week following this episode, have a good work week, good school week. If you're in, cl- in college on online classes, and um, see you guys next week. Thanks again.